huge news, years in the making, my brand new book that my publishers refuse to publish, Money Matrix. Beat the money system and build generational wealth. Understand the three main ways that the banks productize you and make money from you. You'll be able to turn that system against itself, build generational wealth and multiple streams of recurring income. It's all at moneymatrix.cash. And if you're quick, the first few hundred registrants and buyers will receive many special bonuses from me. The brand new Moneymaker Summit three-day special event. Meet me at a champagne reception. Meet me at a multi-millionaire networking dinner. Go now, moneymatrix.cash. This is huge. Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means taking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your own reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob Moore here. A lot of people have been saying to me recently, Rob, I'm frustrated. I'm not progressing quickly enough. It's not happening. I feel like I'm working hard and I'm not getting the results. Now, it's funny because no one has ever said to me, Rob, I'm progressing too fast. It's all happening too quick. I'm becoming too successful. Please slow me down. So, Therefore, that must tell us that no one thinks it's going too well or too fast or very few people. Um, And most people, if everyone thinks that it's not happening quick enough. So therefore, you're just like everybody else. Now, here are a few things that I think you can look at if you feel impatient and frustrated and you feel like things aren't happening quick enough. Number one, stop comparing your journey to other people. So you see other people and you see their journey. You know, you read Richard Branson's book, you know, where he's got the Branson Virgin group of companies and he's done all these different things in his life. And you think, oh, wow, that's amazing. I'm going to do that. And I'm going to set up this umbrella company. I'm going to have 58 brands. Except it took Richard Branson 30, 35 years to achieve that. And then it's all just been edited down into a book or an autobiography or a movie. So you see other people that you perceive doing really well. You don't know the struggle, the time, the upsides, the downsides, the challenges, the difficulties, the long periods of void where they were getting no progress, where they were working hard and struggling and hustling, but nothing was happening. And then one day when they kept going and they never gave up and they were going through hell and they kept on going through hell, then one day, ah, things reversed. So you often compare yourself to people by looking at all their results and good sides and none of their downsides or how long they've been doing it or how difficult it was to them. So if you stop comparing yourself to other people other than for inspiration and motivation and enthusiasm and guidance and mentorship, they're all positive comparisons. Everything else is only going to subordinate you relative to them. So then you start to question everything you're doing, even though what you're probably doing is right. Uh, And then you risk making volatile emotional decisions or giving up completely. So that's the first thing you can do. The second thing is, If you don't think it's going quick enough, that means you have a naive, delusional, unrealistic expectation of how it should be going. Now, the only one sane and real thing to say about your journey is, it's going exactly as it should. It's taking exactly the time that it should. It shouldn't be any quicker. It shouldn't be any slower. It shouldn't be any easier. And it shouldn't be any harder. It should be what it is. Because that's what it is. 
So for you to expect it to be anything other than what it is, is always expectation there, reality there, and the bigger the gap between where you think it should be and where, how you perceive it is, that big gap is the amount of your pain. So if you can, set a goal, yeah, for sure, set a target, but then expect challenges and difficulties. And if you got halfway there, that would still be a great result. So you drop your expectation a bit, not pessimistically and unrealistically. Um, you know, you want to buy one property in the next millennium, but you just get your expectations a bit more realistic. You allow yourself some testing and some time in the market and some time in your business to actually learn how it really is. And then also the challenges you're having, if you perceive them as benefits, as giving you the training that you need, your entrance fee, giving you the resilience to grow into the next challenge and then, you know, the next phase, then you're just reducing the gap. The, the low side is coming up, the high side is coming down. And sorry if you're listening to the audio podcast and you can't see me doing my stuff with my hands. But if you could, expectation too high, realism of how it should be is too low, massive gap between where you are and where you want to be. The bigger the gap, the more the pain. So the thing is, you don't know how it's going to be how long things take, how realistic it is to make money in a certain time frame, when it's going to get easier, when you're going to be able to leverage, when you're going to be able to step back, when you're going to get passive income. You have no idea how long that will take until you've done it. Now, some people say to me, oh, well, people are telling you you can make money in 90 days and you can fire your boss and, you know, that's creating unrealistic expectations. Well, the reality is that can be done. If it weren't able to be done, then there wouldn't be thousands of people in our communities doing it. But everyone has a different journey. Some people replace their money in 30, 60, 90 days because they package a deal a month. Some people have been working for five years in their business. They've built up a capital deposit. You know, they've covered their expenses so that when they go into their new business, they can invest into marketing and they can scale out quickly. Some people raise finance quickly. Other people take three to six months. Other people take a year. Other people take two years. Other people take five years. Your journey is your journey. Expecting it to be like someone else's or more than it is that's where you get this frustration. And now the thing is, um, when you react emotionally and in a volatile uh, manner, um, you make bad decisions. So one of the great reasons for having a good savings pot and layers of wealth is that when you get opportunities, you know, oh, Bitcoin 1% a day, and you get all these opportunities, you can go, ah, you know, that doesn't look legitimate to me. That looks a bit too good to be true. So therefore I can decline that. Ah, this is my vision. I'm going to go into this. Ah, this isn't my vision. I'm going to say no to this. Now, when you need money and you're desperate and you're emotionally volatile, really high, really low, really high, really low, you make bad decisions. And comparison and unrealistic expectations and looking at where you are all downside instead of upside as well, that creates these volatile emotions and then you make bad decisions. So to summarize then, you want to balance patience with persistence. You know, like, I'm not quite where I want to be. And I've set a challenging goal. It's not ridiculously unrealistic, but it's going to challenge me in the next year or two. So, you know, that creates enough tension, some pain for me to drive and work a bit harder and leverage a bit more and learn a bit faster. But once I've set that goal, I accept my journey as it is. The challenges that come, I see them as, as a gift and I'm as grateful for them as they are the things that go well. I must be careful not to expect too much too soon because if I expect too much too soon, I'm perceiving it should be better. Therefore, I'm worse. Therefore, I'm going to make bad emotional decisions like I'm going to give up and do something else. And you know those people who try it for six months, give up, do something else. Try it for six months, give up, do something else. Try it for six months, give up, do something else. Now, the reality is 
that could have worked, that could have worked, and that could have worked. They just didn't do it long enough. It's like that analogy of drilling down in the oil well. If you drill one-fifth down in an oil well five times, you get one-fifth of the way down five oil wells, i.e. you never strike oil. And it's not the new system or the get-rich-quick or the new business model or the strategy that's at fault. It is you, unrealistic expectations, beating yourself up, comparing yourself to others, not seeing the upsides as well as the downsides. The reality is every challenge you have which corrects where you thought you should be is just giving you experience and a realistic understanding of how things should be. And if you keep expecting more and more, quicker, faster, better, you're not getting the lessons that are being passed your way. If you're in property, budgets always go over time and they always go over spend. That is just reality. So if you expect them to go under budget and happen quicker, you've set yourself up for a fail before you start. Now, when you've done 10 projects, you get that experience and you know it. And then, you know, you're able to put some contractual things in place, which help. And also you've got a, a, a fair, realistic comparison. So, you know, I'm not saying you should be too realistic. I'm not saying you should never have a dream or never set big targets. So I think balancing patience and persistence. If you're going to make a comparison other than for mentorship, mastermind, support, enthusiasm, why don't you compare yourself to where you were two or three years ago? Like, um, we've just hit the million subscriptions on the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast, which I'm also recording at the same time as doing this live feed video. Now, I should be celebrating. I mean, wow, one person didn't want to listen to me rant 12 years ago, let alone a million in 180 odd countries. But I'm like, oh, but Joe Rogan, he's probably got 60 million downloads or whatever. Or he might even be 60 million a month. I don't know. It's ridiculous. But then if I, compare, if I want to compare myself to him properly, he's been doing podcasts five years. He may not have the net worth that I've got because he may not have 720 odd properties. He might not have a beautiful ginger beard. You know, so like all I'm doing when I'm comparing myself to others is depositioning myself because they've got better analytics. But there are things that I've done and I shouldn't be saying I'm better or worse. I should be saying I'm me and I should be inspired by someone who's got 60 million downloads when I've got 1 million subscriptions. And that should motivate me to want to be better at what I'm doing. Not try and turn my work into his work or copy what he did or never be worthy until I reach that. Because, you know, well, you've got to put everything else into the mix. I know that we all de-pedestalize ourselves and subordinate ourselves when we feel things aren't going well. But as they say, these challenges grow you stronger. You need them. If you didn't need them, you wouldn't get them. The world will always give you what you need to grow. It will pick you up when you're down. It will drag you back down to earth when you're up. So have a balanced perspective about your progress. Most people will have all the challenges you have. And it's wise to know that and not see just the upside that's portrayed in autobiographies. Or, you know, when an autobiography is a 35-year story condensed into 80,000 words. Well, you know, like we have a company called Progressive and we have a progressive group and we have a letting agency and we buy... And commercial properties for ourselves and we write books and we do audio books and we have training courses and we have property training courses and personal development courses because I do my podcast and everything else but it's taken us 11 years to build that and a lot of people see that in us and then they try and model it and set up 12 businesses at once they're trying to take 11 and a half years worth of results and get it in their first six months no wonder they're setting themselves up for a fail and then when they don't get it they, they look they look to be saved by another model which isn't going to save them because it's exactly the same often the best thing you can do is just keep doing what you're doing you know, you wouldn't plant a seed, water it for a day, come back and go, where's my tree? Uh, oh, well, that seed didn't work. That seed is sh Let's plant another seed. I'll give that a day. Oh, hasn't grown an oak tree. That's a sh seed. I'll plant another one. You know, like the fault isn't in the seed. 
The fault is in the person watering, nurturing, fertilizing, rain dancing, giving it sun, giving it water, giving it love. My mum actually talks to plants. She, sh you know, um, Cesar Milan, the dog whisperer. My mum should be the plant whisperer. She has got this affinity with plants. She can make them grow by talking to them. Hmm. An interesting way to leave this live feed and audio podcast. But yeah, you know, like everyone says to me the same thing. It's not happening fast enough, which means we're all going through the same stuff. It's wise to know that. Balance patience with persistence. Sometimes when you work too hard and you push too much and you nag too much and you're too desperate, you can push people away. So trying to make it happen quicker than it is, like cooking a dish, you can't cook it any quicker. If you cook it quicker, you burn it. You know, the slow roast, the braising, it has to take its time. Just like your business, your staff, leveraging or hiring, your training, your outsourcing, your creating passive income, it takes the time that it takes. Now, you can speed it up as much as you can, but you can't do it in a super, superhuman way. So balance optimism with skepticism, you know, uh, realism with a, a dreamy vision. Everything exists in balance. It's wise to see both sides. Thanks for tuning in. If you're listening to the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast, make sure you're in the Disruptive Entrepreneurs community. I always take questions and exchange views and rants and debates and try and help you grow your business within the community. That's where the people from 184 countries are actually able to get together. So, you know, I want to make sure you're taking full use. This podcast isn't just me ranting at you. I want to help you grow your business. You know, I want to make a difference in your life so that you can do more of the things that you love. I want to help you make loads of money. So then when I do have products to sell, you'll go buy them. So, you know, I want it to be a nice balanced win-win. Thanks for tuning in. If you don't risk anything, you risk everything. Hi, it's Rob. We've got a couple of things coming up that I really wanted to let you know about. Uh, one of them is I'm going to be running quite a long experiment on doing a social media competition. So on my various social media platforms, on my Facebook at Rob Moore Progressive, on Instagram, which is probably at Rob Moore or at Rob Moore Progressive, on this podcast, I'm going to be doing some big giveaways. I'm probably going to pay someone's credit card off. I'm probably going to give away some prizes. So I'm just letting you know a bit in advance. I haven't decided when yet. Um, I'm just looking to do a little bit of a social experiment. Maybe I can get my reach and subscriptions up a bit more in return. So keep your eye out for that. Now make sure you're following me on all of my social media profiles because I'll probably be doing some random giveaways and not necessarily giving you advance notice about that. So that's the first thing. And then the second thing is the 150th episode of the podcast, we did a live studio. And we basically got myself and Joe Valenti and we filled out one of our meeting rooms and that seemed to go really well uh, doing the live studio episode. So we're going to try it again and um, we're going to do this for the 200th episode, which just happens to fall pretty much bang on Halloween. So we're going to do a business nightmares theme where I'm going to share with you all the mistakes and cock ups over the years I've made. And I'm going to bring in a couple of guests who've also made some cock ups, not just to say how rubbish we are, but of course, so that you can vicariously learn from them so you don't make the mistakes again. And we'll drill into what we did, how we learned to improve the situation, why we made the mistakes, sometimes why we repeated the mistakes. So I think that'll be a lot of fun. And again, we're going to be doing it live in the studio. So you're going to have a chance to come and sit in. It's very intimate. I'll probably be 50 of us maximum. So there's probably going to be tens of thousands of people who would love to be here, but can't be here. So all you need to do to get yourself a chance of being in the live studio is either review the podcast, The Disruptive Entrepreneur on iTunes, or review one of my books that you haven't yet reviewed. Review either the podcast or one of the books, 
and then on my Facebook page or private message or in the Disruptive Entrepreneurs community, just let me know you've done it, show me the screenshot, and the first 50-ish of you, we will get you booked to the live studio. Uh, we had a great time last time. We went on for hours, as is normally the case. You'll be able to ask your specific questions with us live as well. So I think it'll be a great show. Tag me in once you've done that. Show me the review. And if you're one of the first 50, we'll book you.